Are you listening? What's up, guys? This is Simon Binkowski. You're watching and listening to Binkowski Broadcast. This week is going to be slightly different. Uh, this is going to be a solo episode. I've, I've prepared some stories uh, from this past week. So let's jump right into it. Uh, the first story this week, we have uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are calling it quits. They are divorcing after seven years of marriage. This story was all over the internet, all the social medias, all the news outlets and media outlets were reporting this. Um, seven years of marriage, they have four children, they decided to call it quits. And you know what? I, I gotta give it to them. They've been they've been together for seven years in the entertainment industry, in the media industry. Um, they've been followed everywhere by paparazzis and and just you know they they had no privacy whatsoever obviously as you as you obviously uh know Kanye West um uh is struggling with mental health as well so I cannot imagine a world where um it hasn't been um tough for uh from Kim, for Kim Kardashian and I know that the Kardashians are easy to hate on I mean recently you've had uh Kendall Jenner um she released her or is releasing her tequila i believe called 181 and she's been getting a lot of heat for cultural appropriation and 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 um things of that nature and kardashians are easy to hate on but what i do hope is going to happen is that kanye west is going to start releasing better music recently as you know he's been uh into this gospel stuff and i think his last album was jesus walks or something like that uh and let's be honest, let's be honest, like no one wants to listen to that. Like I understand that he thinks that he is a changed man and he calls himself a genius and he's on par with Picasso, pardon me. And he called himself a god a couple of times, I believe, but we all want that Kanye from Dark Twisted Fantasy uh, from the college dropout, like that was the Kanye that we want. And I hope that this situation will will allow him to turn his sort of creativity on again and and stop with this clown stuff. Really, no one no one wants to listen to that kind of music from you. Um, that is just my opinion. I don't know if you guys agree, but um, you're here, so I'm sharing my opinion. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, they filed from divorce. Kim Kardashian has filed from divorce from her rapper husband, Kanye West, after nearly seven years of marriage. Um, they are asking, Kim Kardashian is asking for joint legal and uh, physical custody of couples for children, uh, which Kanye West is fine with. I wonder what is going to happen now. I wonder what Kim Kardashian is going to do now because obviously the Keeping Up With Kardashians has finished. Uh, I think it's been going on for... You could, you could argue that it's been going on for too long. Um, I wonder... I know that she's studying to be a lawyer and I and maybe that is going to... Maybe that is going to um, sort of keep her busy. She's a, she's a great businesswoman as well. I just feel like... She's matured 
and she wants to <clears throat> she wants to progress she wants to develop like you know she's she's been doing quite well with this with this uh lawyer stuff um she uh while Straub was in the office she she managed to uh get some people out of jail that were uh wrongly convicted so I appreciate the fact that they've been able to go out, uh, go their separate ways in a civilized fashion. Because, you know, like in the entertainment industry, it's just all these divorces and everything, they they rarely end pretty. And I think I think this is... This might this might be a good thing for both of them. She's followed by paparazzis everywhere. She's documenting her life every step of the way with the keeping up with kardashians uh, what is i mean it's not every man not every person would be able to to keep up with that maybe that's what led to all of this you know still seven years in the entertainment industry uh, being such a prolific couple it's still nothing to be uh shy about so who knows who knows like i'm curious what the next what the next steps will be like what's going to happen to Kanye's uh music career whether he's going to change creatively whether he's going to change something up with that uh please Kanye just start rapping again and stop with this gospel stuff nobody wants to listen to that and to Kim Kardashian I mean if she wants to become a lawyer she wants to become a lawyer and there's nothing that's going to stop her. She's she's a great businesswoman. The whole Kardashian family is it is a family, but it's also an, an institution. So a business. They make so much money off of their off of their name, the you know the branding and everything. So I wish them well. We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. This next story, as you know, in the UK we've been under lockdown. We have now the strictest lockdown. Uh, in Europe, it's taking toll on everyone. I just feel like everyone that I talk to, they've just sort of had it up to here and they, they don't want to, they tired of it. I understand that there's vaccines and I understand that there's, um, that we need to be somewhat restricted because, because of what's going on in the world, but we just got to start moving because the economy, the, it just, it just cannot keep going like that. I mean, look at countries like Poland, for example, where uh, the government has been implementing lockdowns and restrictions and stuff like that, and and the and all the business people, people with with businesses, with cafes, restaurants, bars, and things like that, uh, they just they just opened up by themselves. They rebelled against the government because the help wasn't there, and and despite what the government might what the government might might say, uh, you know these business people. They just, they just didn't, uh, they didn't receive uh, enough help for their, for the businesses. So let's look at the plan. Let's look at the uh, Boris's roadmap. Um, Boris unveils plan to end England restrictions by the twenty first of June. So let's scroll down. Let's see. It's a four step plan to ease England's lockdown. Could see all legal limits on social contact lifted by 21st of june if strict conditions are met key dates what are the key dates uh step one 8th of march schools open outdoor after school sports allowed two people allowed to sit together outdoors care homes residents allowed one regular visitor then the 29th of march six people or two households allowed to meet outdoors 
uh, outdoor sports will be will be allowed and travel outside a local area will be allowed as well. 12th of April, non-essential retail and personal care is open, hospitality open outdoors. We're finally going to be able to go back to gyms and swimming pools. I mean, gyms, I mean, I haven't been to the gym in, I think, what, four months now? And you can do home, ex- you can do home workouts, home exercises, but it just doesn't compare to the gym. So that's a really, <laughs> that's a really good uh, piece of news. Uh, May 17th, outdoors, most social um, contact rules lifted. Six people or two, two households can meet indoors, indoor hospitality and hotels open. And then 21st of June, which is the the key deadline of this whole roadmap, all legal limits on social contact removed, hope to reopen final closed sectors of the economy. So 21st of June is when all the people go back out and we start coughing on each other again and we're going to be locked down again by September. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that it's a, uh, it's a, it's a crappy, uh, crappy prediction of the future. I just, I don't know about you. Like I, I know that we have a great vaccine rollout, and the government is trying to take all the praise for themselves. But let's be honest. If it wasn't for NHS, if it wasn't for all the nurses and doctors out there, the vaccine rollout wouldn't be what it is now. So. I just hope that this is the last lockdown, even though I just don't know if it is. I just don't know if it is. I know we're all tired and I I know the vaccines are going really well and and uh, infection rates are going down, but I just want to believe that this is the last time we're going to be in lockdown. We just can't take it. The economy can't take it anymore. Like, look at all these businesses, all these, all the coffee shops, all the restaurants, or the hospitality industry is just gone for the most part. Like, I just cannot imagine this, the the strain that these uh, people that own these businesses have to endure. And I know there's been a furlough and and all these other sort of government schemes and stuff like that, but it's just it doesn't compare. We just need to open up. We need to open up when we, we just gotta do, we just gotta do, um, we just gotta do something about it. And I just, I hope this, <clears throat> I hope this roadmap, I hope this roadmap works. I mean, after everything, after this sort of, this past, uh, this 2020 that we've gone through, my faith in the government, and I don't know about you guys, uh, I'm assuming for the most part, it's, for the most part is the same but the faith in the government is just not there they it just seems like they haven't learned much from from all their mistakes uh when we got back into the lockdown at the end of uh in december and then moving on to january and february it seemed as if we've just we've done and sacrificed 2020 for nothing because we've still been in lockdown and still the same sort of stuff happened he you know the government opened up opened up the uh the country for christmas and then as soon as christmas finished boom back in lockdown so i just i hope that i hope that this is the last time and it's hard on everybody and i i, I know everyone's feeling it to a big or lesser extent and I know everyone is tired of it but 
there is hope there is hope at the end of the tunnel so i, I don't want to i don't want to keep it serious i don't want to keep it too serious sorry i just <clears throat> i want boris to be right i want boris to be right this time and and let us back out and let us enjoy going to the pub going to a bar meeting up with friends having having a beer having a cocktail and just let's do this guys like let's do this let's it's about time everyone is tired no one as soon as you mention coronavirus as soon as you turn on the tv uh go on the internet it's everywhere and it's just you you don't want to you don't want to see it or hear it anymore it's about time things open up and we just start going out again this next story is about uh jay-z and his um champagne brand i don't know if uh, many of you know but he has a champagne brand called armand brignac um he's a uh 50 share owner uh and he's been getting that bag man jay-z has been getting that bag uh he just sold 50 his share 50 share to moet hennessy another brilliant move from from jay-z and i just his entrepreneurship is just next level i feel like let's look at his website let's look at the the champagne and see if we can afford it armand de brignac champagne okay all right so the prices range from 245 pounds to wow damn to 58 grand to 58,000 pounds well, this is not your average Joe type of champagne, that's for sure. Luxury brand. But kudos to him. He's He's been getting that bag. You know, one thing that I like about Jay-Z is that the older he gets, the, he matures with it as well. And what I mean by that is, like, if you, I'm a huge fan of 50 Cent. And I like, for example, with Jay-Z's music, that the more mature he was becoming the his music reflected that like if you look at his uh 444 album uh i know 50 cent called it a a um golf course music um but i don't think that i don't think that i just i think the maturity is a good thing like you listen to jay-z's music and you feel like you can learn something and as much as i am a fan of 50 cents music uh, what I feel like he's been doing, he's been releasing music, um, being older, but still trying to capture his 20 year old something self, you know, from all the, the, the get rich without trying sort of times and, and the massacre. And I just, I don't think it was working. I mean, I know that he, he has this whole persona of, you know, being, um, and he was a, a gangster and, uh, you know got shot nine times and and all of that all of that stuff he almost like became a prisoner of his of his image of his 50 cent image and i just as a big fan of his music i just wasn't vibing with the new stuff that he's been releasing because you know he's a 40 something year old dude and he's still rapping about selling cocaine and and uh shooting guns and and things like and being in the club constantly and, and stuff like that and he might well be but 50 cent is a great businessman as well 
Uh, obviously, he had this huge Coca-Cola deal worth hundred million. Um, he's now been he's now a great TV and and film producer. As an older fan, you just appreciate when you listen to someone like Jay Z. You appreciate the fact that his music is more mature as well, and there's stuff that you can learn. You know that it, it isn't all popping battles and 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 going to the club and and you know bitches everywhere and and drinks everywhere money um making it rain with cash and stuff like that you just feel like you just feel like you can learn more and you can always get something from it i feel like this next story facebook returns news to australian feeds as company seals further deals with media outlets if you don't know what's been happening uh facebook has been in dispute with the australian with the australian government um the, the australian government wanted to introduce laws that um, essentially would force the uh, force Facebook to pay uh, media companies in Australia for being able to use their content. Facebook has returned news to Australian users after an eight-day blackout and standoff with the federal government. Last week, the social media giant stripped stripped all news from its platforms for more than 13 million users and in a and inadvertently blocked information from government government pages, including health and emergency services. The historic banning of news came during escalating tensions over legislation that would force the tech giants to negotiate a fair payment with news publishers for using their content. This is quite a tricky one. Like, first of all, who's still using Facebook? Do you really want a social media company being able to dictate to the, to the government what to do? And it's quite scary when you think about it. It's quite scary that a single company can dictate what is going to happen to to a country like a company versus a country and a company in this instance wins that is crazy and i know that facebook says that they're going to pay all these smaller um, media publishing companies for being able to use their content and stuff like that but come on guys do you really think that do you really believe that they, that it's going to be fair do you really believe that they they gonna pay for amount and you know be be buddies with all these media outlets uh and local news outlets in in australia i don't i don't think so man like if anything they're gonna buy them out the longer this goes on the they're gonna just buy them out and I don't think Facebook I don't think any company with it even if it's Google Amazon or whatever I don't think they company any company like that should dictate what is gonna happen in a country with their legislation. But at the same time, I know that we live in a world where social media and internet is everywhere and you just, you cannot stop it at all. And the more widespread internet is, I think, I think internet is now uh, a basic human right as well. So the more widespread internet is, the, the more, powerful these companies will be and as much as you might sort of hate to hear it or you you don't like the sound of it these companies will dictate what you know what laws are passed and everything because if i if someone like facebook is able to stop every single person in australia from getting their news that's that's a 
just imagine that not being able to access news not being able to access even the government websites when it comes to like health health services and 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 uh what is it including health and emergency services yeah like can you imagine that can you imagine how i mean i don't i don't even know i, I don't even I, I can't even imagine it you know i'm on my phone i'm on the internet constantly and not being able to access any piece of information you just feel like you're living under the rock and uh it's a ballsy move it's a ballsy move from facebook and i know that google has been included in it as well it was it was a battle between facebook and google google and and the australian government and the com and those companies won and you could argue that with all these all it, all its users Google, Facebook, and all these other social media companies, they are bigger than the countries, you know? They And they have no borders because you can go on Facebook and you can talk to someone from, uh, from the other side of the world and you can have it instantaneously, you know? And that is the beauty of the world that we live in right now. Uh, but then at the same time, that is scary because we are sort of, at a at the will of whatever the company thinks they want to do to promote their business or to grow their business even more and they obviously they don't want to stop growing they don't want to stop introducing new services and new apps and and improvements and things like that so they only want to expand and being able to force a country to do to to do whatever to, to help their business essentially because otherwise they're just going to stop every citizen of that country being able to access news and 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 um, local news outlets you know it is scary when you think about it I mean I don't I don't know if you guys agree but it is scary when you think about it we'll see what's gonna happen we'll see if if Facebook Facebook actually sticks their word and they're gonna start paying fairly to all the uh, all the news publishers and the local news uh, outlets, local news media. We'll see. This next piece of information and the last one at it as well. Twitter announces paid super follows to let you charge for tweets. It's also planning groups feature. So Twitter is planning to introduce super follows, which is essentially, I feel, I feel like it's a Patreon type of thing. So you'll be you'll be able to super follow whoever you want to follow like if it's jay-z just because he just got this amazing deal with moet hennessy you want to super follow jay-z and you're going to pay him monthly subscription for being able to super follow and you're going to get access to exclusive content exclusive tweets or anything else that they that the person that you're following um is going to be putting out there and i i think this is this is somewhat like patreon where you you pay monthly subscription and you just have access to um, extra content every month. And then the second feature that, they that Twitter is want, uh, wants to introduce is something called communities, which is essentially their take on, uh, which is essentially their take on uh, Facebook groups. So, you know, you can, you can follow, if you like cats, you can, 
you can go on Twitter, join the cats group, and you're going to be able to talk and tweet with people that only want to talk about cats. Um, Twitter is becoming this sort of one-stop shop for, for everything, and that's that's really interesting. It's going to be interesting... Um, it's going to be interesting how how all these other companies, you know, other outlets like Facebook, like Patreon, and and all these other social media companies, how they're going to respond. Because at a certain point, I mean, you already have that. Like when you look at TV, right? You you have all the you have Netflix, you have uh, Paramount uh, streaming services, you have HBO Max, you have Disney Plus, and there's now a subscription for everywhere and if you really wanted to pay for everything you would just be paying thousands and thousands of dollars and pounds every single month i feel like if you wanted to subscribe at least hundreds like and in the higher spectrum of it i wonder how twitter is going to monitor all of these groups because obviously uh this uh, presidential election of 2020 you had all these groups on facebook you know the um getting together and and talking about like the stop the steal and i wonder how they're going to monitor all of this and what the rules around it will be uh but i think i think it's a great thing the community aspect is much needed especially in a world that we live in today where everyone's in lockdown everyone's sort of struggling with the pandemic uh you're not able to see your family you're not able to see your friends and you know, you just want to feel that sense of community. You just want to, you just want to have that sense of being able to to talk to someone that actually shares your interest. And and I think in that in this instance, that will be good. There's also when it comes to this, when it comes to what I just said, that you want to be part of a community. You could also argue that the more social media you use, the more technology you use, as great as it is. Um, you sort of stepping away from the human contact and you know you you talk to humans online rather than in person and i think there's been some studies on it as well the more you do it the more you use it the more alienated you feel from the actual world then you become more sort of um in touch with the cyber world and in my opinion there's two there's two sort of ways of looking at it like if if i if i have a lot of friends online but i don't have many friends in real life is it really that bad of a thing i mean i know that physically you might not be able to meet with them for whatever reason because they might be on the other side of the world but if you're able to share your feelings if you're able if it gives you a sense of community if it gives you a sense of being you know you're able to talk to someone that shares your interest and you actually enjoy that conversation you enjoy whatever exchange you have with them is it really a bad thing that you're not able to go out to your local bar and and see them in person i just i don't think it is i don't think it is to an extent that some studies or or some some people might suggest you know if if it suits you better to uh you know if you're an introvert for example and you don't really want to you know mix with people in in real life but you really enjoy you know going on reddit going on twitter and, and talking to people that you actually enjoy talking to. What's wrong with that? 
what's wrong with that i don't i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with that and you know if if it suits you that's that's what matters um i think this is a great feature the communities and the the communities part i think it's a great feature you're just going to be talk you're just going to be able to talk to like like-minded people um and this super follow it, i hope that this is going to be more like patreon where you're just going to get great extra content from the people that you enjoy listening to and watching uh and you're just going to be able to you know drop them a a a dollar extra or two two dollars every single month so they i don't know so they have enough money for their next starbucks trip who knows what's going to happen uh but i like that i like that move from twitter it's going to be it's going to be interesting how it evolves they've they've recently had uh they've recently twitter recently had uh uh, and investors uh, meeting, and this is where this news is, is coming from, with um, with all these mock-up pictures. If you're listening to this, uh, you can you can ch- check out my uh, YouTube channel Simon Binkowski, and you'll be able to see uh, the mock-up features. Uh, what it's gonna be look what it's gonna look like. Um, I like this feature. I like this feature. If the content if the content is good, if the content is good, and it's content that you want to listen to and and you want to watch or read in this instance as well why not why not you know it's it's just a what a dollar or a pound a month if you're able to afford it and you really want to listen to someone or watch someone i think it's good i think it's good it's an interesting move from twitter and i'm curious to see how it's going to evolve. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining me this week. Uh, this is, this was my first solo podcast. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be plenty more. Let me know in the comments below if you, if you enjoyed it. Uh, if you would like more of this type of content, um, for everyone listening, thank you for listening. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, Simon Minkowski, subscribe as well, and I'll see you in the next one. Take care. See ya.